0: Thank you for listening to this teaching from the prayer room. For more teachings, notes, downloads or to subscribe to our podcast, as well as information about who we are and our upcoming events, visit our website at tprdfw.com. Well, again, this 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 message tonight is just an extended announcement, it's a pep talk, it's an encouragement. Um because I imagine, just as we've been announcing, if you're anything like me, the first time you hear an announcement of a 21-day fast, your heart kind of sinks a little bit. Before, before you get excited, you think about, oh, my food and life and caffeine headaches and just there's lots of things that are hard. Um, and then we took it one step further from you, and we, we said, hey, guys, not only are we going to do a fast, but we're really, like, asking everyone, like, let's go as hard, as abandoned as we can be. Let's, let's try to, like, everyone who's, like, in this, let's try to be here. For at least a little bit of time every single day throughout these twenty-one days, and so then you then if you heard that you probably had a, like a, a, your heart sank a little further like every day twenty-one days, and so so that's the ask and so this 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 message is is just to come alongside of the ask I I want us to not just feel the cost that we're having to give but I want us to feel the the the, the sovereign moment that we're entering into, um, with this fast, um so it's just like I mean there's been. Uh, in the prayer movement, especially in those that we 're connected to like there 's been fasts, like dozens and dozens of corporate fasts over the years, and all of those have had value but but this one I want to say um, even on the front end, like I just have a feeling and um, just looking through some of these things we 'll talk about like this this is going to be more than just another fast this is this is really like a, a momentous moment in in this generation in the history of the, of the the earth um, and it 's like you hear those phrases and you 're like okay you 're using big big phrases and trying to, you know, the, uh, the, to draw our attention and stuff, and it's like, it's, it's, it's hard to exaggerate, like, how, like, impactful this, this fast is going to be, and again, uh, thinking of it, like, way more than just our community, but all those entering in around the world, so, um, <clears throat> and I'll just get your attention here a little bit, so this is going to be, two things, this is going to be an, an unprecedented, like, something that's never happened before that you guys get to take part of. Uh, so it, we've, as uh, our ministry, as TPR, we, we've never entered into a 21-day fast of this magnitude where we're, we're literally calling every single person, like, let's try to be here every day. Um, we've never done that in the history of 17 years as a ministry. Um, and so this is like the, the hardest charge, the, the most um, like together that we've ever been as a community in fasting. So you guys in this room and here in a couple of weeks, we're going to get enter into something, again, that we've, like, a deeper level than we've ever done in 17 years. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then the second one, like, and this, I'll explain this a little bit because this is a statement that needs some explanation. Like, this this type of fast um, that's going to be worldwide and the impact it's going to make, like, it's never, ever, like, never been done in history before. So, yeah, since Genesis 1 until now, like, this is the first, Type of the first kind, a of fast like this has been called. As far as the the number of people involved, the, the unified reach, the um, all over the world, the different groups praying and entering in. This is a, a monumental fast, hence the title. So, um, and it's uh, I just think it's it's awesome because uh, Mike Bickle and IHOP Kansas City, they're they're one of the ones kind of at the helm of this um, this fast. And Mike Bickle, obviously a godly guy, one that we want to be like. Uh, over 40 years of ministry, and he's saying, in in over his 40 years of ministry, he's saying, himself, he's saying, these three weeks, this fast, these three weeks are going to be the most important, like, like, in his life, like, in his life of ministry, the most important three weeks in over 40 years of ministry. I mean, if you know anything about IHOP's history, like, they've had some pretty impactful, epic moments, the awakening season, the the one thing conferences, like they've got to be involved in so many cool initiatives that have touched millions across the earth. And Mike is like the most excited about this and has the the prophetic like spirit um, behind it, like thinking he's like, this is, this is the most, like these three weeks are going to be the most historic days in, in my life and ministry. And so I just think if we got Mike Bickle vouching that this is going to be a good idea, then I, I, that enough alone gets me excited when, when Mike's on, on fire for this. Um, and so, uh, yeah, as Andy mentioned, uh, I just want to go through a little bit of our, of our three purposes here, flesh those out a little bit, so we, we're we in these room all these hours, so we can have a little bit more sense of, of the three main focuses of this fast. A um, quick little note is there will be uh, guides that are available, sheets, so when you walk in. Um, you have, you're armed with some different prayers and some different directions that you can take. So we want to set you guys up for um, uh, for just fruitful time uh, in the prayer room for these twenty one days. So the first one is we're we're really contending <clears throat> for the purposes of Israel. This is um, you know, this verse here, isaiah sixty two <clears throat> On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have set watchmen all the day and all the night. They shall never be silent. You who put the Lord in remembrance. Take no rest and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it a praise in the earth. So, like there's, there's few purposes like more, um, more central to the Lord's heart, more in his heart than the purposes of Israel. Um, I did a whole session on that a few weeks, weeks ago, zeal for the, uh, the Lord's zeal for Israel. So if you want to go deeper in this, you can look at that um, Caitlin's also going to be doing a message here in a few weeks, again, of getting us into God's heart for Israel in the middle of the fast. So that'll be a good shot in the arm injection uh, for us, fuel. But it's like, I mean, Israel getting saved is like the the ultimate, like... um, I mean, from the beginning of the Bible and the calling of Abraham, like all of this has been pointing, waiting towards Israel receiving Jesus and being righteous and walking with Him. And so, like we're we're praying for like kind of the, the biggest thing ever, like this 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 thing that has been going on for generation after generation. We're contending that this would be a season of breakthrough for Israel. And um, just on this on this level, like um, Mike Bickle again, he was. He's really very well connected in, the, in Israel and the Messianic um, kind of movement across the world. And he's, he's asking, as he had it in his heart, to call a 21-day fast, praying for Israel. He's been asking different Messianic leaders and figures and saying, like, I think this is cool, but like, what do you think? Like, has anything like this happened where there's been 21 days of a million-plus people um, across the earth um, praying for Israel night and day, locked in, focused like this in different tribes and tongues and languages and multiple continents. He's Like, has anything ever happened like this? And every single one of them, and the, I mean, these are teachers, scholars, historians, like just top-name guys in the Messianic community, and all of them are like you know, searching in their mind and, and like generally giving a calculated answer like, 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 no, this is nothing like this has ever been done before. And this is so this is like this is unprecedented. Again, I'm um, going to use that word a lot, but this this fast is the most like the biggest effort towards one of God's biggest plans that he has in his heart, the salvation of Israel. And so we get to be part of that for these 21 days. Well the next one is is uh, praying <clears throat> praying that God will end the drought in America. So we'll look at this in a, in a later Roman numeral, but um, in a lot of ways this this twenty-one day fast, it's it's actually a continuation or an unpause of a storyline that God had been writing forty years ago when Mike Bickle, and Bob Jones and IHOP called a fast in nineteen eighty three. I promise I'll explain that more because that's really random if I just leave you with that. Um, but this this fast is going to be contending, Lord, pour out your spirit, and with with the the the, the caveat of like not just praying into a future thing, but like, Lord, let, let now, like let this this fast and in the, the weeks after, like let this be the catalytic moment where things shift. And so just pressing in for that, that now fulfillment of revival coming to touch our nation. I just love this verse. will probably be praying this one through this fast a little bit. Psalm 72, <clears throat> verse 6. It says, He shall come down like the rain upon mown grass as the showers that water the earth. And so we are, we're praying for the, the reigns of the Holy Spirit in this dry and weary land. Well, the next piece is we're praying for um, TPR's prophetic promises. So just like IHOP and the movement has all these prophetic history, these, uh, these rich encounters that are talking about the end of the age and all these these crazy things um, that we get to be part of, like TPR, we have our own local and regional promises and storyline that God has spoken yes, revival in America, but yes, revival in DFw what's that going to look like what's tpr's role in that and so in in this as we're praying for this fast it's it's a lot about praying for God to like to act on the promises that he has given to fulfill those things and so we're we're throwing TPR in there too we're like Lord, let this be the season where we see you start to move in these promises that we've been waiting for and just an interesting perspective if um, I don't have time to flesh this out, but in um, one of the most important um, like, uh, it, encounters in TPR's prophetic history is what we call the journey dream. And there's some things related to that. But the main point of the dream is from, from God's perspective, um, like right now, we're, we're this, he, in this, this encounter, this dream. It was a big cruise ship, a big cruise liner. So imagine, the, you know, cruise Alaska or whatever. One of those big, massive ships, it's, it's in the dock. It's not, it hasn't even started yet. The journey hasn't began, begun. And so though we have a 17-year history, um, and we've done lots of cool things, we have 140 hours a week, like from the Lord's perspective, we haven't even begun the journey yet. Like we, like the ministry you're part of, like we're still part in that dock. We haven't even started the adventure, the exciting thing. We're still waiting. And so this fast is, part of it is Lord calling out for TPR, like, Let's get this ship moving. Let's go, Lord. Let's, let's, let's act on these promises that you've given us, you know, supply for us, and then let's do this thing with you. And then the final point I'll make is, is you can just kind of read this paragraph here. Um, uh, I could give <clears throat> give more detail, but um, so the rapid-fire prayer um, throughout the entire fast, it'll be praying for 100 million. Short story is there's uh, this prayer network, group of prayer networks that was already planning on May 28th, which is the last day of the fast. They were already planning before Mike Bickle called anything. Um, They're already planning on rallying their 100 million um, prayer people, which, again, 100 million, that's a lot of people. Um, it's like a third of the U.S. almost. So 100 million people um, worldwide are going to pray for the nation of Israel on May 28th. Mike Bickle finds, out, finds this out, and he's like, oh, my gosh, Like, <laughs> we got to support them. And so our rapid fire prayer time, the whole time, is kind of an interesting prayer, but it's like we're, we're praying, Lord, on May 28th, these hundred million that are praying for Israel, um, the chances are some of them, they're just praying for Israel, they're not connected to the storyline, they don't know why they're praying for Israel, they're just like, we're praying for this country, but there's they don't know that Israel is like one of the center pieces of the word of God. And so we're praying, Lord, this hundred million, mark their hearts, give them Encounter from the Lord that they would always be these these watchmen on the walls, these intercessors for Israel. So again, you can read that paragraph a little more, but we're going to be praying that a whole lot. And so I just wanted to kind of give an, an overview of that that prayer. Okay, so <clears throat> we're going to start off here. <clears throat> that was all just intro to this extended <laughs> extended announcement. Um, so uh, this first piece intersection of biblical prophecy and geopolitical events. I, I tried to make it shorter, but it just—it just got really long. So I'm sorry for the really long um, <coughs> header here. Um, but this is basically—I wanted to look at really quickly the, the signs of the times. I, I love to, as we talk about messages here on Saturday nights, like constantly be visiting the signs of the times because we, although we know like Jesus is coming back and urgency, like we, our heart just doesn't want to be urgent. Our heart wanders into. Or Americans, let's just be comfortable and settled. And so, I like to kind of stir us up again with the, the fact that, like, we're living in the generation that, like, the Lord He's going to come back soon, says your Bible. And so, I want to um, connect us to that because, um, as we'll see here later, uh, this this 21-day fast that um, we're doing and that Mike did 40 years ago, it's it's like very really clear that God connected it to the end of the age to Jesus coming back he said the things that this fast is going to accomplish is connected to the end and so this whole roman numeral is like i want i want us to feel like we're we're in the last times we're in, we're in the end and so like the fulfillment of these prophetic promises like it's in like now is the season for them because there's not a lot of time left <clears throat> okay so just this verse here Matthew Matthew 24 um, 33 I just love this one. It says, For you also when you see these things, Jesus just laid out all the signs of the times, a whole bunch of them at least. He said, You know the end is near. You know he is near at the very gates. Truly I say to you, this generation that sees these signs, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. So basically if you see them, you know you're going to see the fullness. Okay, so this first one, um, and I forgot to mention, all of these are within the last year or so. So these are just like, I just picked a couple that are on the news. And so there's like, there's way more that we could we could do a whole, write a whole new 14-week um, session uh, on the signs of the times. But I just picked a couple within the last year. So this is Matthew 24, 6. <clears throat> Jesus said, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. And obviously what is going on with Russia and Ukraine is um, like, widespread uh a war that hasn't been um nothing like this has happened since world war ii and then just all of the additional not just the war proper but all of the countries that are competing and vying for attention and resources and all of it is is stirring the pot of really this this global war and so um and then there's like you know if you would ask me like two years ago or, or like look in the news like the concept of world war III, like you, if you do type that on google 2 years ago it's going to take you to some weird places like conspiracy theory black holes and youtube videos that are just you better be careful like it's going to take you to an interesting world um, but now you got like mainstream media like on primetime uh, news like talking about you know the the newspersons talking in the little you know marquee at the bottom it's saying like world war 3 and i'm like it's not conspiracy theory. Like like every, not even just believers, but like everybody has this stirring in their heart and watching with their eyes and being like, oh my gosh, I think like World War III is coming soon. That's a crazy idea. And so it's like, this is mainstream and everyone's feeling that. And there's so many different. It's not just like one scenario. It's like, if China does this, World War III. If, if Russia does this, World War III. If Iran does this, like there's so many different players doing different things. There's so many different on-ramps for a an escalation of conflict. And so I just, I think that's a just <clears throat> really obvious like sign of the times. Well, the next one um, I want to talk about, you can read a little bit about the, the earthquake that we saw recently in Turkey and Syria. Uh, but I want to move on to the Point C on page three, the foreseeable collapse of the U.S. dollar. And so this one is really bad for America, but even worse for the world. So there's um, just like the the U.S. dollar is like one of the most important like stabilizing things in the the global economy. I'm not an economic expert, but um, it's like one of the most stabilizing things. And it's just for example, like anytime someone buys oil, oil is kind of an important thing you need it for all sorts of things. anytime a country wants to go to another country and buy oil, they have to that trade that exchange has to happen through the US dollar no matter no matter what um, what that nation's currency is, they always have to transfer their money to US dollar and do that and so um, and so it's like the and again, this is this is mainstream Fox News, you know CNN, like all these different outlets on both sides. Like everyone's talking about. It's like I think the U.S. dollar is kind of you know going down the drain, and it's it's just crazy stuff. But again, it's like everyone is talking about it, and so this is this is kind of like like if you think of the game Jenga, it's kind of like the U.S. dollar collapsing is kind of like those like the bottom rung of Jenga or whatever. It's like like it's like you're taking all those three out, and it's like okay, the the thing might stay, but Chances are, like, this whole thing is going to not be good for that person pulling that Jenga block out. Let's, that's kind of like what the U.S. dollar collapsing is for the world. And so there's already, there's already like, nations that are seeing the U.S. dollar weakening. And they're, um, they're already, like, resisting that and going and forming their new alliances. And, like, people that we really... It's bad for the world if they become friends with each other because this nation wants to do terrible things and this nation wants to do terrible things and now they're like in cahoots together, and so there's like, all this is like is again like setting up for like World War III is not not far around the corner. Um, Vladimir Lenin, um, he said once. He said there are decades. I just thought this was telling of our days. There are decades where nothing happens, and then there are weeks where decades happen. And so this is what's happening. The global economy is just shifting so much right now. And the last one I'll mention, and this is probably the most relevant to this whole conversation, is the, the mounting crisis in Israel. So just, and this is, this is like straight out of the Bible, like one of the, the signs of the times and the really, really hard, um, difficult things about the end of the age is there's going to be like the most amount of, of hatred of Jews and Israel that the world has ever known. And I don't like that, but that's that's in the word of God. Psalm 83, it says, <clears throat> it says of Israel, it says, these are like the nations talking, it says, come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. And then there's... Another passage, Psalm 118 says, all the nations have surrounded me. This is Israel talking. In the name of the Lord, I shall cut them off. They, they surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. And just as we're seeing, um, like even since like this fast that um, we're calling or Mike called and we're entering in, um, we didn't. it wasn't like Mike uh, saw bad things happening in Israel and he's like, let's call a fast in response. Like it was completely unplanned. And a lot of these things have actually since announcing the fast, these trends of going on Israel, they've worsened, they've got um, even more dire. And so just to list a couple, like, it's kind of like three areas right now. It's like really, really bad for Israel in three areas. There's coordinated attacks um, from all of their enemies. So how it works is before it's, uh, you know, Iranian proxies in Lebanon and Syria and stuff like shooting rockets at Israel, Um, very sporadic, but... Here recently, there was a coordinated attack, which means from, from Gaza in southern Israel um, and in the north in Syria and uh, Lebanon, all of them at the same time planned these multi-front attacks, which has never it's never happened before. Um, and so Israel's getting attacked from every angle. Um, so that's just a little bit of the outside pressures. Well, inside the country, the, the inner fabrics of the country is falling apart because um, uh Benjamin Netanyahu's back on the scene. He's trying to uh, put forth these these radical reforms that lots of people like and lots of people really really don't like. And so there's this this clash, this this civil war that's like people in Israel are saying like this is the worst it's ever been. Like we're we're like like that close to having a civil war, so not our enemies trying to wipe us out, but us wiping us out. And then there's the third one is just that there's there is increasingly um, likely that Iran, who has said very loudly, "We want to wipe out Israel as soon as we get an atomic bomb. We are going to wipe them off the face of the earth." They, like, they're. It's increasingly likely that they already have one or they are going to have one soon, and so, and Israel is bent on not allowing them to use that bomb. And so, all this to say, like, just the backdrop of like. Calling a hundred, or, or uh, calling a million people to pray for Israel for 21 days in fasting, like this was in this was in the heart of the Lord. He knew that Israel was going to be going through this like most tumultuous time, um, and that this fast was going to come alongside and be able to pray for Israel, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and these different focuses that we're going to have throughout the fast. And so it's it's not by coincidence. And so we get to just I just love that the enemy has his his like, enemies surrounding Israel and bombarding it, and now God is raising up his standard and raising up his people and drawing us into um, praying for Israel, praying for God's purposes. Well, we'll move on. <clears throat> Roman numeral four. Or sorry, uh, page four, Roman numeral three. This is the overview of the 21-day fast. So <clears throat> I just want to give us a backdrop, because it would be easy if we, we come in here and we... Uh, Do this 21-day fast. It would be easy for us to be disconnected from the fact that there's a a 40-year-old, like 40-plus-year-old prophetic storyline that's been going on for years and years and years. That this fast, like I said at the beginning, it's really a continuation of is the exact same fast um, that uh, Mike Bickle and the community did there on the same exact dates, May 7th through 28th, 40 years ago. So we're going to be Starting on May seventh, forty years um, after this initial fast, <clears throat> and this fast is important because, as we 'll see, like God spoke on um, these these five um, five just ridiculous, most impossible, blow your mind uh, God, uh, Bob Jones, the main prophetic guy, he gives a prophetic word, he says this crazy thing is going to happen in the natural to confirm this sign. It happened five times within a matter of. These short 21, <clears throat> 21 days and the, a few of the months afterwards. And so <clears throat> all this is to stir us up that like this fast that we are get to be taking part of, um, it's a continuation because so many of these words that we'll look at, look at, so many of them, they haven't been fulfilled yet. God has promised them with the most, again, most breath, breathtaking encounters, and they haven't happened yet. And so we get to enter into this, the foundations that have already been laid. And agree with uh, what he's already spoken. <clears throat> and so this this first one, um, so this first one, Daniel nine and the angel Gabriel, and the comment. <laughs> it's quite a title. Um, <clears throat> so in 1983, and again, the point of me telling these stories is to give us a foundation or a backdrop for this fast. That it's connected to a bigger picture than us just wanting to not eat food and pray for 21 days. There's a lot more behind the scenes that's been going on. So, 1983, um, God spoke to Mike Bickle. He was in a, in a prayer meeting, and the Lord dropped in His spirit. This the internal, audible voice, like thundered in his heart, and He said, "I want you to call a 21-day fast uh, from Daniel chapter nine and invite the whole city into it." And <clears throat> at the time, uh, Mike Bickle was new to Kansas City. He was 27 years old. He was uh, just six months into the city. And God is telling him, call this fast, and there's you know, there's going to be angels involved, and Jesus, the return of Jesus, and night and day prayer, and all this stuff. And so he was, he had this word from the Lord, but he's like, I'm the young guy that no one cares about and no one listens to. Like, how can I rally the city? And so he was in this place of kind of wrestling with the word of God. And um, Bob Jones, again, if you don't know that name, just a very prophetic man that God used to really, um, in many ways, shepherd and, and, and undergird this, this movement that we're part of um, in the early days. And so um, <clears throat> Bob Jones called Mike Bigel over to his house, and he told him this without any previous knowledge. He said, <clears throat> he said Mike, um, the angel Gabriel, like the angel Gabriel, not just, you know, Gabriel's, whatever. The angel Gabriel, the most important uh, archangel, he visited me last night. And he told me to tell you um, to give you Daniel chapter nine and tell you that you would understand and so Mike's jaw is on the floor like Bob Jones had the angel Gabriel visit him, give him the same exact Bible verse and passage that the Lord spoke to him just uh, uh just prior a few days and and so Mike, as part of that, Bob Jones, he told Mike Bickle, he said, to, to confirm it, um, that this, this fast, like I did see the angel Gabriel, that this fast is going to lead to the return of Jesus. And if you read Daniel chapter 9, especially the last parts, it's like, it's the end of the story. It's Jesus coming back. It's everlasting righteousness. It's all these things. And Bob is saying, to show you that this fast is somehow like connected to all of that, moving all of that storyline forward, he said, on the start of the fast... On May 7th, God is going to send a comet in the sky. So obviously something that we can't control. He's going to send a comet that's unannounced by scientists. They have no clue what what this is. It just comes out of nowhere. And it's going to come across the sky on May 7th, the first day of the fast. And that's going to confirm to you that I'm actually telling the truth, that this fast, this date is really, really important to the Lord. And so uh, fast forward uh, the first day, of the first day of the fast, um, Bob Jones walks in with a newspaper, local newspaper, and it says, "Comet, unbeknownst by, science, by scientists, uh, comes across the sky, and it gives details." And so, God did that. The first day of the fast, again, He gave the sign to confirm the word. That this is really important, guys. Pay attention. Enter in. And I just want to keep connecting us back so that this isn't just a random story from 40 years ago. Like the fast that we're doing, it's a it's a continuation of. This storyline that God started back in the '80s. So the next one, uh, the flood of the Spirit. So during the during the fast, um, uh, Bob Jones he had a word for the word from God (coughs) for Mike Bickle. Uh, You can read there. It says, "When you get to 500, and that 500 means 500 full-time missionaries at the House of Prayer in Kansas City. When you get to 500, you'll go to five. You'll go to 5,000 overnight by a flood of the Spirit." Watch the Mississippi. It's a really, really cryptic phrase. Um, but, um, but Bob said, hey, when you get 500 intercessors, like God's going to do this, this move of the Spirit, this, this dramatic uh, pouring out of His Spirit, and 5,000 like, missionaries are going to come and be part of your ministry. And these, this is going to be essential. The word was, it's going to be essential to this young adult movement that is, is coming forth. And so a week later, same thing, Bob walks into the prayer meeting, uh, to the fast, and he holds up this this newspaper, local headline, it said, uh, you know, it was in Jackson, Jackson Miss, uh, Mississippi, it said, you know, there was a f- uh, actual flood in the natural in Jackson, Mississippi, that caused 5,000 people to move overnight to Kansas City, and so, again, the sign that follows the word, and again, an impossible sign, a river flooded to confirm a word that you should believe, that there's going to be a coming day there's going to be a flood of the spirit and obviously that's going to touch Kansas City but it's going to spill over into other parts of the country as well well we'll move on to um, page five uh, I want to go to uh, letter e and this is this is the this is the, the word that I'm holding on to most that I have in my heart when I think of this fast it's this word and so um Again, Bob Jones, Bob Jones was, he was really busy during this fast. That poor guy, not eating food and having all these encounters, like just busy guy. Um, so this was the, the last day of the fast. Um, he gets up front publicly on a microphone and he says, I got good news and I got bad news. He says, the good news is, is revival is coming. You can guarantee it. You can sign that check. Revival is coming. He said, the bad news is it's not coming anytime soon. He said, there's going to be the spiritual drought over America. It's going to continue for some time. Um, and it's going to be years and years and years before the fulfillment of these things that we've been praying, that the Lord has been speaking to this community the last 21 days. It's going to be years before you guys see the fulfillment of those promises, and so a little bit a little bit crushing if you were in those, that moment, but Bob Jones says this, and this is where it's important for us. He says, but as a, as a sign that the Lord is really serious, that though there's going to be a delay like there is a prom, there's an appointed time, there's a set time in heaven when he is going to change the season, when he is going to send the reins of the Spirit and send revival to America. God, or Bob Jones said, to show you that this is true, he said, and again, this was May 28th, he said, you know, a little under two months from now on August 23rd, <clears throat> Until then, it's not going to rain in Kansas City. There's going to be this this three month fast, and then on August twenty third, um, the rains are going to come. So that was the word, and that again, that was a sign that confirmed that there's a appointed day when there's coming revival. Well, it happens on August twenty third after the, the the second longest drought ever recorded in Kansas City's history. Um, um, Mike and their community there, they, they gathered because they're like, Bob Jones said it's going to rain, so we should have some sort of gathering and, and pray. And so August 23rd at 7 p.m., which was the start of their meeting, um, as people were pulling into their cars and getting into the parking lot, getting into the meeting and stuff, the rains come after three months, no rain. There's, this, there's torrential downpour. People are stuck in their cars. You know, the windshield wipers are like this, but you still can't see this, this downpour of rain. And uh, Mike just shares uh, that people were just rejoicing and yelling and celebrating again because that the promise was that though there's going to be a delay, like revival is absolutely coming. There's a set day in heaven that revival is coming. And so, um, and you can read uh, letter D there too. Um, but I want to go on to, well, we'll touch D. We'll touch D really quickly. So... Um, the next one was, uh, this was six months after the fast. It was actually in November. Um, uh, Bob told Mike, basically, you're going to have an encounter on this exact day in November, and God's going to visit you, and you're never, ever, ever going to doubt again. No matter what comes, you're never going to doubt that all these words are true, that revival is coming. You're, you're never going to doubt again. There's going to be no more unbelief in your heart. And so Mike Bickle, that very day, um, He's 1115 in his office at the church. He's reading. <clears throat> he just stumbles across this book in the mail that some lady sent him from Kansas um, called Placebo. And this, this guy, Howard Pittman, the book is about his encounter that he had uh, where he was before the presence of the Lord. And the Lord told him a number of things. But one of the things he said, um, again, this was in 1979. So he told him, uh, the Lord in his, God's presence told Howard, He said on May 7th, 1983, that's the start of the fast they called, by the way. On May 7th, 1983, God would begin to recruit in earnest his end-time Gideon army. Basically, like God would God would use that fast that this man, Howard Pittman, he knew nothing about, but God said, This date is, this is settled in set in eternity. This is an important date in heaven. This gonna begin to recruit, it's gonna birth this prayer movement that leads to the salvation of Israel, the return of Jesus, and all these, these massive things that we're believing for. And so Mike reads that word, and he just gets, he's weeping, and he's just overcome by, by the Lord's kindness and goodness. Well, the, the, the point F I want to make is, like again, like almost all of these words, um, or at least the, the fulfillment of all these words in the greatest sense, it, it hasn't happened yet. But I want, to, I want this to encourage us and to exhort us. Like, this, this fast, again, is a continuation of these stories. Like, it's been 40 years, but I guarantee you Mike Bickle is praying and believing. And I want us to, like, like what if this fast is the, the part two or, like, the unpause where God told them 40 years ago, revival's coming, but it's not coming yet. Like, what if this, again, 21-day fast and the same dates and the same heartbeat, what if this is the unpause moment where the story um like the rains come that the holy spirit moves like like i want us to press in and believe that not just these words are true but like like lord do it in this in these 21 days do it in the months to come after that like let let the season of america shift and the season of israel shift <clears throat> and then the final note i'll make is it's just i think the whole there's a lot we could talk about the asbury stuff that happened um and has been going on but i think i think one of the primary takeaways for me i think and for just the prayer movement as a whole, I think God gave us this, um, this little, uh, this, this move of the spirit at Asbury that we saw like to actually get us to believe that like revival is real. There's a thing where God, in extra measure that he'll do. And I think we got to see a little bit of that. And we saw videos and testimonies because I think we, myself included, like we pray for revival, but we don't actually believe it's going to happen. It's always this far off. Someday, someday, someday. And I think Asbury was like the, confrontation with like oh my gosh like the Lord is doing something like it it stirred faith in us to pray I remember I remember some of you like in the especially like right after the right after Asbury was breaking out like you guys were praying like violent prayers on that microphone Like, you guys were going for it I could feel the Lord's presence as you're praying and so I think that was to get us uh, just stirred up that revival is real and the Lord will send it if we just keep asking just seeking keep knocking well, this next part, um, believing, believing and pressing in. So we kind of already laid out earlier that um, <clears throat> the, the signs of the times, we looked at the, um, uh, the war in Russia and Ukraine and the collapse of the US dollar and some of these different things that are, are signs of the times. I think the signs of the times tell us that like, Jesus is coming back soon. This is the generation. I think it's clear. Well we see the prophetic storyline that we just looked at. Like I think it's 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 getting us to 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 pray like these things are, are I think this is the, the season of where the Lord could start to do some of these things. And so I wanted like again exhort us like to pray to have faith to lean into the prophetic storyline these 21 days and say, Lord, like actually do the things that you've spoken. Like I want us to pray prayers of faith. Um flip over to page six. This is Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and it shall succeed in the thing for which I have sent it. So this verse is just saying like, hey, God began a good work. He he sent out the word. It's going to accomplish all that it it set out to do. And so the Lord speaking all these, these promises to Mike and their community back in, 1983 that we just looked at, like God is going to fulfill those promises. He's going to bring them to pass, and we can enter into prayer. This next part, engaging in the prophetic, um, just as we, and again, we could do a whole session on this, but just as we engage in the prophetic storyline, and some of those stories I shared with you, like the angel Gabriel, and a comment, and a flood in Mississippi or something, it's like, they're, they're interesting, weird words, and especially when you start to to bring in not just understanding what they mean, but bringing in timing, like with the prophetic, it's really you never you never know. There's there's some mystery. There's a parabolic nature to it, um, but that doesn't mean we can't have faith and like pray. Just just set our hearts to like I'm just going to pray till this happens, Lord. And the um, another part of the prophetic history of IHOP, <clears throat> they and I won't develop this, but they God gave Mike four clear heart standards that this. This movement of singers and musicians and night and day prayer is going to be built on. And one, one of them, the last one, was, the, uh, was prevailing faith and said, like, you must believe the prophetic words and you must not throw out the prophetic because it's mysterious and um, things don't go as you expect a lot of the times. He said, you, you absolutely cannot throw that out. You need to engage your faith and follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And so I want us to do that with this fast. Um, engaging faith is is pleasing to him, just as, as it says in Hebrews six. It says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please God, for whoever would draw near must believe that He exists, and that He rewards those who seek Him." So God wants; He wants partnership. As we <clears throat> believe these words, He He wants us. He wants us reaching. I love what it says in in uh, John fourteen there. Under point B, uh, verse 13 and 14, Jesus says, Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And so there's things in the Lord's heart that he wants to do, and he's just waiting for us to ask. He's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want my Father to be glorified. And he's he's just waiting for us to ask, to partner and so I, wanted, I want our community to do that, to ask him for those things. <laughs> the next one, um, God responds to prayer. And again, these are, with the, all the mystery of the prophetic, like I'm giving you now some Bible verses to show you, like to show us that um, some things that we can be absolutely sure of, some principles of the kingdom. This is God responds to prayer. So like a million people plus across the earth crying out, Lord, save Israel, move in Israel, send you know re- revival to America here at our prayer room, like, Lord, send revival to DFW, fulfill our promises. Like, I promise you, like, we don't know what's going to happen, but I can assure, like, God hears our prayers. His eyes are on the righteous. As First Peter says, his ears are open to our prayers. And so that just the, the power of, like, what is a million people unified together for 21 days praying and fasting, um, like, what is it going to accomplish? Like, it, it, is, it is going to make, make major impact in the spiritual atmosphere, in moving angels and demons. Like this, this fast is going to be like one that is remembered in eternity. And I want us to be part of that. Well, the next piece is uh, top of page seven. Brad uh, actually mentioned this last week. He, he just stole my thunder, but he was uh, mentioning this in his revival session. Um, I'm pretty sure he this is his idea, so I actually probably stole his thunder. But, anyways, so he, he mentioned this concept of how deep, how long, how many, and so when we're praying for things, and especially these monumental things like praying for revival in America and praying for the salvation of Israel, like we, there's no f- formula or equation saying if we get, you know, 1.6 million people praying for 22 hours, of, you know, like then revival comes. Like it doesn't work that way, but. Um, but this is, this is Joel 2. He says, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He relents over disaster. And in this phrase, who knows? <laughs> who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing? This passage is getting into like, you want him to not send disaster and give revival? Keep praying and just, who knows? He might, he might do that. And so that just the vagueness, the ambiguity of, of who knows um, it draws us in to just keep praying, like not ever to give up. Just keep praying until God fulfills and God does His promises. And I want us to do that. <coughs> well, just as we uh, wrap up here in the next few minutes, I want to I want to just give us just some exhortations to set our hearts uh, for these 21 days. Um, I'm just remembering for for those of you who um, got to be part of our. Um, just the National Missions Base Co-op Summit a couple of Februarys ago. Um, we, it was just such a sweet sweet moment for our community because we we poured out so hard, so much, like people taking off work uh, to be there. Um, just long hours, lots of uh, headaches that we just put up with with a smile, and so we're doing it to serve these leaders. like It was one of the sweetest moments that, I mean, I, I can re- remember um, just getting to be part of and seeing all of you and your gifts and just... Served so well, and it was just, it was just, it really marked my heart and marked our community as we got to do that together. And there was this, just this fondness of a community pouring ourselves out together. And I I think that this fast is going to be another one of those moments. Again, we're asking that everyone that wants to like go for it, like be here as much as you can, try to make it in every day if you can. Um, And that's going to be costly, and we're going to feel that. We're going to sometimes come in with a Uh, not yet smiling because we're just it's just costly and so but i i just i just know if we'll press in see each other's faces we'll encourage one another if we'll go after god for 21 days in this room like we're we're going to encounter god we're going to grow in love for each other like it's going to be a sweet moment of like afterwards looking back we're like we were crazy i can't believe i can't believe that you did that man like what's what's wrong with you that was awesome. <laughs> and so this is this is going to be one of those things if we'll jump in and we'll go for it, like one of those things that we will remember for the years to come. It'll be, you know, TPR 20th year anniversary and we're going to be telling, "Remember that time we did that that 21-day fast?" Like it's going to be one of those moments. And I get I get excited about that. And just again, like this is going to be an, an unprecedented fast in all of human history. Nothing like this has ever happened the number of people and the number of unity and and all that and so we we want it on our record when we stand before Jesus that we like we went for it as a community and then as an individual that we we counted the cost and we like partook in this not just at a 5% but like whatever however close you can get to all in like we we want to do that and so <clears throat> So yeah, point A, like let's be all in. Let's offer like Second Samuel 24. Let's offer something to the Lord that costs us something. Let's just not. Let's just go for it. Let's lay down our, our schedules. Let's lay down different things to be here with the Lord. <coughs> and then just if, if we if we really believe that like believers gathering together praying for things like if we believe that like changes things like this is going to be again 100 or a million people gathering and praying across the world. This is going to be like one of the most like important moments so far up in history. If we believe that prayer changes things, if this many people will pray. And so I want us to enter in to that. Well, let's lean in with our weakness. We're going to be weak in this room. We're going to be foggy. We're going to pray prayers sometimes that we're praying on the microphone over here and and someone's not making sense. They're trying to say words, but they just come out all backwards. And and we just let's just let's just embrace our weakness and do the the First Corinthians, Second um, Corinthians twelve nine thing of like God in our weakness let your power be perfected. So as we're here and we're just wrestling through hunger and fatigue and all that stuff and our brain's not working super great like let's just let's just see our weakness as this offering that we're giving to the Lord together and just like trust that He's going to use it in His power to accomplish things. We'll also, um, and uh, worship leader, you can come on up. Um, let's encourage each other. As we're in here, um, there's going to be moments where we're excited to be here. There's going to be those days, again, where we're we're not thrilled about not eating, eating food and being in this room. There's going to be those times. And so we need each other. Like, just to take those 30 seconds in the hallway to, to remind each other, why are, why are we not eating and why are we in this room so much? Like, let's remind each other of the vision. Let's remind each other that you know, all those big, like, God, this is about the return of Jesus and the salvation of Israel. Like, we have a part in this. It's going to be remembered for all of eternity. Like, let's say those words to each other. Let's not be just in our own lane. Um, Let's encourage one another. We're we're going to need each other's encouragement throughout this journey as we do 21 Days Together. Let's reach in the room. So, uh, this is kind of always the room, but like, always the, the, the rule and thing we reach for. But like, when we're in this room, like, let's during the 21 days, as best as we're able, I realize some of you are on call for work and things, but let's, let's put these things away. Let's turn them off. Um, let's shut down our laptops. Like Let's be engaged in this room in a, in, in, in a way that we're, even those of us who are um, you know, on prayer meetings and stuff, let's be engaged in a deeper, deeper way during this fast. Let's reach for the Lord. And then point E, let's, let's listen. Again, we're, we're praying about salvation of israel revival in america these are these are complex things big massive things and i believe there's so much in the lord's heart that he wants to share and so as we're praying in this room like let's listen let's say lord let's just dial down Lord. what do you what do you feel about revival lord are these things true are you really going to send revival let's let's listen let's let's allow the lord to speak to us uh, from his word from this the holy spirit and then finally, let's, let's engage corporally. Let's, let's be in this room. Let's be praying in the microphone. Let's be praying, uh, singing songs with the worship team. Let's, let's go somewhere together. This concludes this teaching from the prayer room. For more resources, please visit our website at tprdfw.com. Thank you.